Okay. We right now have lavalier microphones. So they're What did the you call them? Lavalier. Lavalier? Fancy. Basically, it's a lapel mic. So we got these <laughs> to try and test out some of the sound concerns to see if they would work. Yes. To give that a try. Um, so we've been doing that. We like to, our idea is to get the podcast started by 10.15 a.m. It is now 10.45. So <laughs> as you can imagine, the kind of trouble we've had for the last 30 minutes. And we're not, well, I'm not technically savvy. I don't know about no, you. But no, I'm not at all. No, and I, I don't have my glasses, so I can't do anything. I'm, <laughs> I'm helpless. <laughs> <laughs> She's a little more Yes. Yes. So we like, I personally don't enjoy learning things that I don't enjoy learning about. So I will never try and learn how to do something by myself. I'd rather just hire someone. So I figure it will get done. And then I have someone to blame. That's very fair. Also, I eat out. Because if I screw up the steak, it's just me. Right. Right. But, okay. So anyway, we're here and we're talking because we've been seeing her. We're a little uh, punch drunk, maybe. A little bit, a little yeah, bit. It's Friday, right. days start early, Debbie's a mom. Yeah. I <laughs> am just not a people person, so people get exhausting, and by Friday I'm pretty much spent, so. Yeah. But we got a little giddier making fun of this microphone situation. So, but we're here now. But we're here now. So we're going to start like we're going to do. Uh, anyway, I'm Janelle, owner of Cardinal Muscle Performance. And I'm Debbie, owner of Serious Results Personal Training. Yep. So we, uh, that's what we do. So we're going to help you out with all that. We're going to start with an update of our fitness journeys that we're both on right now. And right. Debbie's going to talk about hers. Right. I am, for those who don't know already, I am training or cutting weight or whatever you want to call it for a physique show. She's get, she's prepping for a physique prepping. show. <laughs> prepping, that's the word. <laughs> prepping. I'm whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm hungry, uh, but I'm not starving. And uh, and I did just eat my carbs right before recording this, so I should be okay. I, I mean, think that's why she's a little, little better mood. Yeah. I think thirty minutes was good. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I just gave it time to digest a little bit and get absorbed. Um, <coughs> but. My calories are still around 1,600 calories a day, and then I aim to burn five to 600 a day. This past week, I didn't hit that at each day. But well, how many days would you have said that you had um, done? Did I hit 500? I did probably five out of the seven days. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm not far behind. No. And even not burning all those calories, I'm still at a caloric deficit. So I, I would just see smaller progress than I would have, and I've already seen. But you? But I logged my food. And you lost? <laughs> and I lost two pounds. Yeah! Yeah. <laughs> oh, that part. <laughs> yeah. I logged my food, so I know that I'm hitting my numbers, and, and I log my workouts. Uh, I do wear a polar heart rate monitor to make sure I burn the calories. Well, you know, to make sure I know what I burn is probably a more... Yes accurate answer this Your heart monitor does not kick your ass and say, you got to go to the gym now. Right. It is helpful while you're there. It is helpful. Yes. <laughs> so, but so, I'm 22 weeks out. Yes. And plenty of time. I'm, I'm right on target for where I'm trying to be. So okay. Yeah. Excellent. Everything's good. So how, about how you? would you say about your mood and everything? How do you feel? Oh, I feel fine. My moods are good. Um, I get my food prepped by someone else. Oh, yeah. So two meals a day I have from Priceless Catering. And that makes everything a lot easier for me to just eat the food that's already there. And it's delicious. We talked about so their mushrooms. We did. They have yeah. the best mushrooms yeah. ever. I'm a big mushroom fan. They're, they're awesome. Um, so then I make my own breakfast and my own reasonable, sensible dinner. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And then that's it. There you go. And Debbie's mom. So she figures it out. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, So, so you just you do what you got to do. Priorities. Yes. Which we'll do a podcast about that because that in and of itself. Yeah, okay. that is a discussion. How That's about you? Oh, me. So, okay. So I went to Austin and saw my physical therapist. Her mm -hmm. name is Elaine Say. Now, I guess it doesn't really matter if I promote her because apparently in the state of Texas, you cannot see a physical therapist without being referred to them by oh. a practitioner. A oh. GP. 
I feel like that's going through legislation, though, isn't it? It is. We talk okay. about it every single time we go there. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I can tell you about her, but unless you live um, in the Austin area and have a doctor saying that you can go, which apparently in and of itself can be a bit of a shit show. Because mm -hmm. um, the surgery tends to be the first thing that, yeah. that they say. Yeah, you know, they like to help out their other MD pal. Anyway, well, we, we can have a discussion about that. We can have a discussion about that, too. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I see her, because I'm a friend. Uh, she and I started CrossFit at about the same time, and she and I have been about the same ranking in the region since since we both started. We've been at the same national competitions. We became friends because she's absolutely ridiculous. And, uh, Did and y'all meet at a competition? We met at the first year that I qualified for the fitness games. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the... We met because she was getting judged on her push-ups, and they were saying, your thighs have to come up first. Well, if you don't know Elaine, she, <laughs> she is not five feet tall. Whatever she says, she's not. She's 4'11". <laughs> okay. But her quads are bigger than I think both of my legs combined, but just one. <laughs> so... So she was doing her push-ups, and her person was no repping her because her thighs weren't coming up off the ground first. <laughs> I was right beside her, and I remember she's like, look at my thighs. Do you think that they can come off of the ground first? <laughs> and I was like, ha, 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 laughing in just my lane. And basically, we'd been friends since. So. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> like, I don't have that problem. Chest or thighs. Just, I'm just a stick. It all comes so, up. So if I get no rep, it's legit. <laughs> like, the stick's not moving right. <laughs> so anyway, so I went down to see her, and we just uh, looked at my rehab and my progress, and she was really excited, which makes me excited yeah. because I had quite the setback in the meantime, and it's devastating to me to not be able to work out and all that. So I'm probably unhealthy, but whatever. So, um... <laughs> Uh, so we upgraded a bunch of the exercises that I already have, took out some things that I didn't need to do anymore because I had good motor control oh, over that's them. that's good. Um, and then I was cleared to do legs because my nerve has uh, repaired itself to a good oh, that's point awesome. to where I can do things. So she was surprised, which I was like, fast healer, so, you know. You're like Wolverine. Right? Right. <laughs> yes. So, um... I did my first leg day. Yay! Yes, and uh, it's, it's and you were a five HRV, right? I was a five, because I was a three after getting sick. Mm -hmm. So I I got a stomach bug on Monday, no fever or anything, just um, a tethering to the bathroom. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Yay! So I missed. I didn't come into work on Monday, which if you know me, that's kind of a big deal. And then Tuesday I came in, kind of felt pukey in the morning, and just went home again. But my HRV had gone from a, on Tuesday it was a three. I didn't even bother measuring it on Monday. Yeah, I basically was in bed. I was in bed. Nothing was happening. And then, yeah, Tuesday was a four. Wednesday was a five, and I did legs. And today I was an eight. Oh, excellent. Yeah. So Mine was a ten today. Well, what else are you going to do? Well, so I just did my rowing. I did, I played a golf game. Yeah. Um, so if anyone follows Rowing Wad on Instagram, they have a game of rowing golf, and it's 18 rounds, one minute on, one minute off, and then they, your score is based on how many meters you go. So I did that today, and I did all 18 rounds. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm a little ripe, so <laughs> I hope that Janelle forgives me for being... I haven't noticed, so that's good, but, good. but thanks. Um, so yeah, <laughs> there you go. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, but I have upper body day to do later. Okay. So I'm just trying to make up a little bit for being under my burn targets. Right. For not doing what you're supposed yeah. to do. But I'm not. I'm not going crazy with it because you know, minute on, minute off. That's only what 35 minutes. Right. Well, it's, hell, it's only 18 minutes of work. 18 minutes of work. So, so that's not. That's not know, crazy. I'm not overtraining. That's 30 minutes of cardio. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen people. Walk that long. <laughs> yes. So yes. I've seen bodybuilders just walk for that long. So there you go. Prepping there you go. for a show. Half the time. Yeah. I did a little research and I saw that rowing is a better uh, fat metabolizer, uh, fat 
mobilization, fat oxidation mobilization, oh, I don't know what the term is. Anyway, I burn more fat better rowing than with cycling or running. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to row. Yeah, yeah. Maximize your time. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, yeah, that's that. It's really good uh, for posture development. I do a lot of running. When done correctly. Yes. Which, as a trainer, I would not. hope that I do not do it yes your so own clients i see people w just working out on their own at yeah. the at, you know globo gym yeah it's awful right. it's awful i forget that i just forget okay so watch <laughs> a watch a video on an olympic level rowing coach you don't yes. you don't need to be an olympic level rower no but their whole job is to prevent injury mm -hmm. and to maximize efficiency absolutely so if you would like to learn how to row correctly mm -hmm. then look up an olympic rowing coach and watch what they do because there are there's like there's names for each segment of the yes. motion there's um the catch and the release and the uh, yeah 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 fancy, fancy. it is fancy <laughs> and I have attended regattas. <laughs> yes. So, um, so just a quick tip throwing in there because this is what we do. We just run off and rabbit holes. Yeah. Um, so but that'll give you really good form. And which I would like to touch on probably in the coming weeks is uh, range of motion in relation to muscular development. Yes, that's a good one. Yes. So. Um, yeah, if you like feel like some part of your body isn't working or isn't like getting developed the way that you want it to, it's probably because your range of motion is shit. So we can talk about that. But yeah. anyway, but oh oh, Debbie took it down. Debbie took out the notebook. So yeah, okay. I'm the official scorekeeper of the yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of the podcast of the team. Yeah. <coughs> so um, okay, so you know rabbit hole. There you go. Fun facts. We'll talk probably okay. we'll probably talk more about that later. So um, Debbie's gonna start with the new. Nutrient timing, that's what we wanted to talk about in our next series of nutrition leading up to talking to you about why the diets you want to know about are shit. So here we go. <laughs> We're going to talk about um, when to eat what and why. Yeah. Okay. And, and I do want to start this off by saying I think that nutrient timing is probably a little bit further on the priority list of someone who is trying to, to for the general health population. Yes. If you're an elite athlete or you wish to become an elite athlete, nutrient timing is going to be more important for you. Um, <coughs> so when we think about nutrient timing, we always hear about that window of 90 minutes post-workout as probably being the most important of the windows. And that's where you want to have um, a combination of protein and carbs. Um, for the general population, you want about twice as many carbs for every gram of protein. Um, if you're an ultra endurance athlete, you're gonna be looking more at the three to four grams of carbs per gram of protein. Um, and then of course your grams of protein are going to vary based on who you are. The rest of your goals. Yeah, you've got, got a whole bunch of things to consider. Yes. Um, I don't know how much detail we want, want to go into with this. Well, but so I like spacing everything out, yeah. spacing my meals out like three to four hours. Yes, and very huge on that. I'm yeah. huge on meal timing. Again, I don't have, I have only a couple, I've only had a couple of the elite athletes. So I had yeah. the decathlete, the Olympic decathlete. Yeah. That's so cool. He was, he's the best. <laughs> so, um, but he learned so much during it that he kind of got it. I mean, he texts me every now and then. He's like, what about this? But yeah. I'm like, oh my God, you're the cutest thing ever. <laughs> Taylor, shout out to you. Um, Taylor cut a quest. Cheer for him. He's going for the 2020 Olympics. Decathlon. Decathlon. Amazing. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Pretty much amazing. He was in a commercial. So, um, <laughs> so with him, we paid more attention to the yes. timing, which yes. was so funny because he's 23. So um, he's very dedicated, very hardworking, but he's still 23. So it was. I need you to text me with the times of your practices and how long they are and what you're doing yada 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 when you get up when you go to bed and he could not for the life of him figure out why <laughs> he needed all this information from me or he would give kind of um not as detailed as what i wanted right so i would have to we would probably send about 10 emails back and forth 
about the same thing. Um, <laughs> so I was a, I was the nutrition I was a remote nutrition coach for Taylor, and he um, is in California. So our times are different. Our training oh, times yeah, are different. Yeah. He would train at different. So it was just kind of back and forth. And I would be I would ask him a question. He would he would answer it, but with none of the detail. Okay, has, has anybody so it's just sort of a yes or a no answer? Yeah. Or um, <laughs> have you ever? I know this because this is notorious for men, where you write in a, maybe a text or an email <laughs> yes. and you ask several questions yes. and they answer one. Yeah, they probably answer the last question that you asked. Yeah, or sometimes yeah. it makes no sense. They ask, answer one in the middle yes. and ignore the other five. Yes. So I'm a person that doesn't, I'm not a huge emailer or texter. I only do it for info. So this drives me insane. <laughs> like I, I would never send you 27 questions if I didn't need each one of them answered. Right. So this was Taylor. So he would answer one and then not the rest of them. So it was back and forth. But maybe you should number them. Oh, well. <laughs> so, um, I mean, no, he was an amazing client. He was very, very good. He would tell me when something, he's like, I can't eat that anymore. I just, I can't. No more, no more salmon. I'm like, oh, yeah, do an after show. <laughs> There's other kinds of fish. <laughs> we'll do that. We'll do that. So um, he was so cute. But uh, yeah. So, so timing is very important for him because he's probably training multiple times a day. Yes. And a decathlon. I mean, add it up it's to like seven hours a day I between his different sessions. Yeah. And he didn't do so. Decathlon is ten events, right? Yeah. So not only did he have his event skill work. Yeah. He then had weight room. Right. He then had conditioning. He then had uh, just any number of things. and Because he's got power events, speed events, endurance events. He's got endurance, speed, power. What's their endurance event? How, what is that? You I know? think the 10,000 meters. Oh. Yeah. Oh, there's <laughs> that. 10,000 meter run, I want to say. Holy moly. Yeah. And then he did hurdles. Well, they yeah. have to do hurdles. Yeah. I mean, they have to do everything. That's part so of it. Yeah. <laughs> Then he did, uh, yeah, they, power, they basically do the track meet. They do the whole meet. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and then on top of all of that, he's a track coach. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so for his, the food was really important, the timing was really Absolutely. important. For my other clients, it's not as important. And I get, it becomes more important with the dedication and specificity yes. of the goals that yes. they're trying to reach. Absolutely. Because there, there's a spectrum. I like to use a spectrum of health and fitness. And someone who's very beginning, they're you know maybe they're obese, maybe they're not, but they're just starting out. They're, there's going to be a learning curve for mm -hmm. that. And so to throw nutrient timing at them is probably too much at the beginning, unless yeah. they're just like some people are just ready, mm -hmm. and they're and they are ready for that. But usually it's like okay, let's just log what you're eating. Let's just find out what you're Where eating right now. <laughs> And then you can progress from there into managing the calories in and calories out. And then from there you can progress to, okay, let's make sure we hit this number of proteins. And then from there, you know, let's talk about when you're going to be eating this and when you're going to put it in, what time your workout is, da 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 da, da. So I, I would say, I, like I already said, the post-workout meal is going to be your most important in terms of meal timing. Yes. Um, have that, have carbs, have protein, and you know, if the longer the event is, or the longer the workout is, the more carbs you're going to need at the I end. I call my workouts events from now on. <laughs> <laughs> Your workouts should be events. <laughs> they are. Well, well, right now they're pretty tame. They're now, pretty tame I, right I have now. to say, I have to bring this up. Uh -huh. um, the other day on Instagram, a, a coach posted about CrossFit uh, the open yeah. workout. Uh -huh. And <coughs> she was saying, here's your general nutrition guideline for CrossFit open events. I want to say I saw something like that. <laughs> and it frustrated me. Most Get of it the, all out, Debbie. Most of the advice I feel like was good. I mean, she was like, be positive, get good sleep. Oh, the really tough stuff. Yeah, the really, okay. the really tough The really stuff. complex stuff. But then, <laughs> but then she uh -oh. said, the day before you do the, the open workout, take in an extra 80 to 100 grams of carbs. Oh, yes. 
that Did one. Did you see it? <laughs> I kind of sort of, I didn't see the actual post, but someone I really respect shared it. Yes. And that makes me That's very. That's I saw. Yeah. Heart, I'm not going to even say mad, just heartbroken. Heartbroken. And, and they put a lot of value into what was said. And it frustrated me because the general person does not need to ingest an extra 400 calories of carbohydrates before doing a CrossFit open workout. No. They One. <laughs> it's it, and if you are an elite athlete, an elite CrossFitter, and you're at the level where you might be hitting, you know, going to the games, you probably have a nutrition coach. Just follow what that coach says. And another thing is that you're, you need to understand how your system works. So like when people say, oh, "I'm going to carb load for a race," oh lord, yes. Like first of all, you don't need to carb load for a fucking five k. Okay, first of all. Thank you. <laughs> that is correct. Second of all, when we're talking carb loading for a marathon runner, mm-hmm. we're talking like a week yes. out yes. of carb loading. A carb loading is not pasta for dinner the night before. No, it's not. That's just how you get fat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I used to train for a century ride, which is a 100-mile yeah. bike ride. Mm-hmm. Everyone else on my team was overweight. Everybody, well, okay, no, uh, except for one guy who finished, like, the whole ride in three oh. hours. Oh, okay. So he, <laughs> that guy. He was an elite racer. Right. Everyone else was overweight because every single one of them carb-loaded, in quotes, the night before. They didn't need to do that. We're, they yeah. were doing that for 20-mile rides. They were doing that for 40-mile rides. You, you don't... So I guess we'll address that. Can you make a note of that? Yeah, I'll make a note of that. Okay. Carb loading. So yes, carb loading is a week long process. You got to carb deplete. You got to. Yeah. Like there's, it's a process. It's not a. So what we're saying basically for everything for nutrition is there, there isn't a simple fix or a simple solution to any of it. Any of it. Any of it. So there's not a diet. There's not a, there's not a thing you can do. There's rules and generalities and then you must customize them for that like because even if you have even if you're an elite athlete and something comes up your whole day is changed because mm-hmm. you have to change your training session you have to change when your food timing is because let's say you work you move your workout three hours later all of a sudden now but you can't go without food for three hours so right. now your pre-workout meal it's been moved out so you've got to squeeze in another meal now if you have a dietitian that's easy that they know what to do yeah. but for you, the general population, the people who are calling us and asking us about these things and messaging us, there's no quick fix. <laughs> there's none. Mm-hmm. Even even the people that do it all the time and look fabulous, they still have to change and figure out these things, but they generally have someone helping them. Yeah. And so there's, there's just the, the very basics Yeah. that you stick to. There are basics that will work. We guarantee yes. you they will work. Have your meals three to four hours apart. Yes. If you're not hungry... By the time the three or four hours comes, you ate too much in yeah. that prior meal. Yes. Yes. Because so stomach emptying is a thing. <laughs> you should be <laughs> at least mildly hungry. Yeah. You should be looking forward to that next meal and going, okay, it's only another hour. I can make it. Yes. <laughs> and, like, for people that don't have access to an RMR machine or anything like that, if you are starving, you need to eat more. Yeah. That's yeah. not... Yeah. And depending on what you're starving for, you might need to eat more of that. So if you're like, oh, I really want candy, probably do more carbs. More carbs. Good yeah. carbs, not candy carbs. Not candy carbs. I just don't <laughs> like candy. I don't even know. I don't know. Yeah, you don't even get that. that. I don't. Oh, you have a birthday tomorrow. Oh, I do. Do I you enjoy cake and things like that? I mean, there are certain ones that I like, but I generally get sick, like from eating <laughs> crappy food. So like my thing that I get, like I make it at home because then I won't get sick. <laughs> so once a week, generally on Fridays, I make myself a ribeye steak and I season it with olive oil, salt, and pepper. Hardly seal it, hardly sear. That's nice. Yeah. And I like my steak medium rare, so that's where okay. we put it. I've figured out my thing. And then I like a crust and I like it yeah. pink in the middle. Yeah. And then I make, and then I, um, they have this pasta that has like fresher pasta. It's like fresh, soft pasta, but it's like a spinach okay. cheese pasta. Oh. And now I don't eat 
I have to like really, really plan my carbs out because I don't like to eat them. If I remember that when I made one of your meal plans or helped you make one uh, of your yeah, meal Yeah, I was plans. like, what? <laughs> if left to my own devices, like literally, first of all, I eat between 2,000 and 2,500 calories a day just on my own. Mm -hmm. And then I, my percentages are generally like 45% protein. Protein, yeah. And then, <laughs> I mean, my carbs literally come out to like between 15 and 20% just because yeah. I don't like them. Because yeah. I like fruits and vegetables and that's really it. So I have forced myself, I mean like, I plan out my quinoa amount, but we're talking like, I'm like, that, that is half a cup. <laughs> That's so many carbs. So, so the pasta thing is kind of like my once a week thing and it's like, like this much. Like a baseball size. Yeah, yeah, oh, sorry. <laughs> She's showing everyone. I did it again. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. And did it again, but at the screen. <laughs> so you can see it better. And then I make a butter herb sauce Ooh. for it. Because mm -hmm. I, again, don't really like heavy sauces. Yeah. And that's, well, that's like, funny. I get so excited about that. Like, that's my, but on Fridays. But do you Fridays. know how many people would be scared of that meal? Because you have butter. Oh, yeah. And no. you have pasta. Mm -hmm. And you have red meat. My body could function off of fat and protein forever. <laughs> and fruit. Well, I really like fruit and vegetables. Like, I have fruit and vegetables only yeah. almost every single meal that I have. So that's... Yeah. And I usually make a butter herb thing for my vegetables. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> so. And you look fantastic. Thanks. So I know they can't see you through the thing, but right. you look fantastic. I mean, you can so see me on Instagram. I work out practically yeah, naked. So. Practically naked. Yeah, I don't really You were like wearing those. more clothes more recently, though, than you. But it's those crop tops. I love crop tops. You yeah. know why? Because I have a super short torso. It so still look crop. I'd like I'd like you to look and see that I have like a stomach, because otherwise in like a shirt I just look, I don't know, homeless. I don't know. No, not homeless. I don't know. I, like I look weird. Okay, let's just put it that way. Yeah, she's being too hard on herself, but you know, so if you can see some of my stomach, then you're like, oh, it's a shirt and a stomach. She has a torso. <laughs> <laughs> so nutrient timing. Oh, yeah. Um, most important is post. Post-workout. Yeah, and post I know workout. she says 90-minute window, and that is ac that is actually accurate. I like to lie to my clients and say 30 to 45 minutes. <laughs> because you know they're going to stall, and they're not yes. going to do what they should, and then it's going to actually be 90 minutes yes. anyway. Yes. yes. So we have to play these tricks on you guys. We like, love you. It's like, well, so I don't have children, and it's because I'm a personal trainer. So Right, you have enough children. I Yes, I have like 50 of them, yes. and I just want to go home and be quiet. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes, we're not on the television. Um, another thing on the nutrient timing, that myth, you know, if we're busting some nutrient myths here, that you have to stop eating at 6 p.m. Oh my God. Or whatever. Oh. That makes me crazy. I just got asked that the other day. Your body does not have this internal timer that shuts down at 6 p.m. or 8 or no. whatever time. No. And says, okay, put it all in the fat. Come on now. So <laughs> we just. <laughs> Come on now. If, if, you, if you are under your calories, if you're in a deficit, it does not matter what time you eat. You will still lose weight. Yes. If you are in a surplus, it does not matter what time you eat. You will gain weight. Yes. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so, so I, I don't know. So remember when, let's touch on, remember when Oprah was doing that, right? So no eating after seven. Mm. All right. I don't Let remember. me, well, anyway, so, so her thing was no eating after seven. This okay. was in, I was in high school or something like that. Okay. Maybe college. And so that would have been. 12 years ago? No, 14 years ago. Holy shit. 14, <laughs> 14 years ago. So uh, this was her big thing. This is in, you know, in one of her yo-yo phases. Her uh -huh. thing was oh, yeah. um, no eating after 7. I've lost 30 pounds or whatever. I guarantee you she's eating 2,000 fucking calories after 7 p.m. Well, guess what? If you just minus out 2,000 calories, yeah. you're in a deficit. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, yeah, but. Depending on your own right, body. Blah, right. Blah, blah. Ta-da. <laughs> yeah. There's no magic. There's it's just no numbers. Magic. <laughs> and that's why intermittent fasting is so crazy because there's still plenty of people that can fit their, you know, surplus of calories uh, within yes. that eight hour window. Actually, the normal American does. Think Friday to Sunday. 
Absolutely. So, like, let's say I have a client that's on point Monday through Friday, but then Friday night, oh, it's happy hour. Saturday, somebody's birthday, oh, baby shower, oh, mm-hmm. uh, weekend, oh, uh, tub of ice cream, and then yeah. Sunday's like, oh, brunch and alcohol, yeah. and then, <laughs> and then, oh, well, you know, it's Sunday family dinner. Okay, cool. Or football's on. Football, football's on. Yeah. So, okay, so then we got Friday through Sunday. Of probably averaging between, let's say, a girl, a woman who's about 160 pounds, she's probably averaging two to three thousand yes. plus calories for each of those days. Yes. Let's add up how many calories she's probably over. Let's just say 10 calories per pound of body weight. Let's just say. Let's just say 1,600. So yeah. she's supposed to eat 1,600 calories a day, and that's not if she's not a slug during the week, which she could be because most of us are. <laughs> because you're driving, so you drive, you sit in a car, drive to work. You sit at a desk, desk, you sit in your car, drive home, you sit and watch TV, mm-hmm. I take a bubble bath, and then you <laughs> go to bed, and you lay there. So that's slug life, okay? We're going to call Absolutely. America slug life. So if you live typical slug life, most of you do, not your problem, like we're not judging Even you. Even if you're working out seven days a week. You're living slug life. Yes. Okay. So, like, yeah, you work really hard for an hour. Yeah. I'm there's not saying, you still need to. There's still 23 hours in a day that... You're, you're you slug. can screw up. Yeah. <laughs> so let's say she's supposed to be eating 1,600 calories a day, which, you know, can highly vary for a 160-pound woman. We're talking anywhere between what we just saw. I just saw someone who was 600-something. Oh, my word. Remember? What's her name? I don't remember. Kelly. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So 600-something. Or you could have someone who's jacked up 2,100 calories. That's yeah. resting. So those are, but that's probably a huge difference in lifestyle. Absolutely. Not working out. Lifestyle. Right. <laughs> Make a note. Making another note. Okay, so let's say then she eats 25 calories on 2,500 calories on Friday. She eats 3,500 calories on Saturday. Um, just we can talk about drinks alone of oh, calories. And then taxi. Help. Mambo taxi Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sunday, let's say she eats another 2,500. So at that, she's 900 plus 1,900. Yes. Plus 900 over. So for that. So she's been eating on point for the rest of the week, yes. right? Okay, so she is now 28, 37, 3,700 calories over. Over. She gained over a pound just that week. But that's not including like water weight or anything like that. That's right. just like fat weight. That's just calorically gaining an extra pound. And probably fat. And thinking that she's sticking to her plan. Right, because weekend i should be able yeah. to re- like reward it's my, myself it's my cheat meal yeah no <laughs> no that doesn't work that it's way. just how you eat cheat meals i'm writing that down yeah, we yeah, gotta address yeah. cheat meals um yeah. oh yeah so that's okay so nutrient timing one most important post-workout make sure you get enough carbs so depending on your event right <laughs> so in the rest of your life we'll always encourage you to get enough protein but yes. post-workout we're going to say get enough carbs and protein. get enough protein. Yes. And then, um, what was the second one? Eat every three to four hours. Yes. Um, the average human stomach empties every three-ish hours, three to three and a half hours. I've seen one person whose stomach emptying, so in my 13 years of training, one person, her stomach emptying was six hours. Whoa. So we scientifically worked out her meal planning differently. And yeah, she felt sure. way more comfortable. Like She oh, was so good. uncomfortable. She didn't know why. Yeah. Interesting. She'd had numerous abdominal surgeries and had a lot of scar tissue. She'd had to have her gallbladder removed. And when they went in and saw her gallbladder to take that out, they saw that her, like, half of her liver was not getting blood flow because of the scar tissue was strangling it. wow. So they took out all of her scar tissue. Her metabolism went way up because she used all of her liver. And cleaning out the scar tissue helps, but her stomach emptying was still just not. So she is the only person in all of my years that, she was scientifically different, where we had to, she couldn't eat. Right. It was sick. Wow. Yeah. That's fascinating. Oh, yeah. So. Uh, yeah. And it's okay to eat after six, depending on what your goals are and how many calories you've already eaten. Consider it an, okay, here's what I say. From the time that you get up to the time that you go to bed, eat every three to four hours. Yes. So, I get up at 3.45 in the morning. I go to bed at about, I try to get to bed at about nine. But it's usually generally like 10. My last meal is like at 8, 8.30. Yeah, mine too. And it's a full meal. A full meal. It's I'm not trying to eat 
No. Just crackers. I don't, I don't know what people right. think is good. No. Like eight <laughs> ounces of chicken generally is what I eat roughly, probably a little bit more. Yeah. And then I have a cup of quinoa. <laughs> and then a bunch of fucking fr- vegetables. I just yeah. like vegetables. And then Which is a good point because you are, ha- and I too, we are still having carbs at that meal too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So it's not even like, yes, you can still eat, but it has to be just protein. No, it can be yeah. an actual meal. It's just a meal. It's fine. Your body will figure out what to do with it. Don't worry about it. Like So if you know how many calories you should have during a day, divide that total number by, by three to four. By three to four meals, or Let maybe your five total meals. hours that you're awake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Add your or divide your total hours by the three to four mm-hmm. to figure out how many meals you should have, and then divide your total calories by that number of meals, and then just you know space it out like that. Space it like that. Easy peasy. Yeah. That's not complicated. No, it's it's not. You guys make it way more complicated than it is, and like depressingly so. Like, I I wish you guys weren't so lied to constantly. That's really what it comes down to. That to make you fear certain foods yeah. and think that you need to eat a certain way. No. Yeah, you still need fat. You, you still, still need, need carbs. Yes. You absolutely need protein. Yeah. It's, like, it's all okay. It's heartbreaking <laughs> to have someone come in whose relationship now with food is so mm-hmm. fucked up that there's no... We don't even know... So what? So there's some people that have done all this for so long that even what we do is gonna have to be even changed around more because they can't process what they need to anymore. Yeah, right. So uh, if you're coming off of keto and then trying to eat like not, I'm not even gonna say like a normal person, like the way that you should, it's gonna be uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. It's going to be uncomfortable for you and me. Like, it's going to be really rough because you're going to say, well, I thought you said this was better, but you're not losing weight. Yeah, it's going to be psychologically uncomfortable as well. Yes. and But stick with the plan, especially, you know, if you are working with a legitimate coach, mm-hmm. stick with the plan that they give you and, you know, discuss with them what you're feeling, how you're feeling, mood swings, all that sort of stuff. Those will be huge. And we can make adjustments. Yeah. to make it more comfortable, but there's still gonna be a transition. Yeah, and your your body, when you do these things, some of these diets and taking out certain things and, and, and demonizing certain foods, <laughs> we will always demonize things that aren't actual food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. yes, so if you're gonna demonize something that comes out of the fucking ground, like there's something wrong with you. So. Yeah. If, don't be one of those people who says, no, I'm not going to eat that potato because that's carbs. But, yeah, hand over that cake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, 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 No. Or let me just chew on that fat that came on that beef. I don't know. I don't even know. I don't even know what you do anymore. Yeah. So, when you do that, you're really messing your body up quite a bit. So, um... Uh, I just got a message from my mom saying that she's at my house. Oh, she never told me when she was coming. (laughs) (laughs) So there's that. Surprise! Surprise! And my house is 30 minutes away from here. So oh yeah, and we have about 22 minutes left. So So she's not gonna see me for 50 minutes. (laughs) She didn't even ask. Hang out, not there, mom. (laughs) (laughs) I work till 10 (laughs) a.m. And then I have a podcast that I do, which is also work. So I work till 11:30 a.m. Yeah. So okay. All right. So there's that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the train has just been derailed. <laughs> so, okay, so one more time, we're just going to go over the things that are important from what we talked about, the rabbit holes that we ran around. Yeah. One, post-workout meal. Post-workout meal, a combination of protein and carbs. Carbs, the number of carbs is going to be dependent on what your event slash workout consisted of. Mm-hmm. Within... 90 minutes of working Within out. Within 90 minutes of working out. Or in my words, 30 to 45 minutes. Let's get it <laughs> as fast. Really? Uh, yeah, the sooner after workout, the better. Yes. Ideally. So, so okay. So, that was one. Two, eat every three to four hours. Eat every three to four hours. Make sure there's protein in every meal. Um, What would you recommend for pre-workout as far as macros? Um, Lower in fat. I would still recommend protein and carbs. 
the lower end fat because that can kind of slow you down. There you go. Um, and what I had a question. If you're going to have a really long workout, you might even want intra-workout yep. carbohydrate drink. So I would recommend a drink. Yeah. For speed of absorption. Exactly. Yes. But, uh, you know, if you're... Okay, let's be real. If you're doing a CrossFit open workout, you do not need an intra-workout drink. No. I mean, there's no time in those things to, to drink anyway. Mm -hmm. But you... Honestly... For for a twenty minute kind of workout, I think just stick to your regular meals. I don't even know that you no. need a, a post workout. It's just your next meal. Yeah, yeah. For the general population, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, so for I find there's a huge difference in who, um, how comfortable one feels, and what time they eat. Mm -hmm. Would yeah. you recommend a certain time period? Are we still talking pre-workout? Yes, pre-workout. Yeah, I think that's going to vary depending on you. Each person has to kind of play with, I was going to say play with themselves, <laughs> before, before workout. There's all different types of warm-ups, honey. <laughs> Don't get judge. You, get your heart rate up. Um, I've got to go in the room. Get a little sweat <laughs> going. Um, so, uh, I am someone, I don't mind eating one of my full meals five minutes before. before I go work out. It doesn't bother me. Same. For someone else, it might. Now, mind you, my full meal isn't a huge meal. It's maybe 350 calories. Yeah. So it's not huge. Um, so I'm not saying go out and have your ribeye dinner. I could. <laughs> before <laughs> workout, but Janelle could. Um, so everyone's going to be different. Some people just need a banana. Uh-huh. Or a protein shake or something. Protein shake won't really give you energy, but some people like to have something in there. Yes. Okay, so there's that. And then we th every, eat every three to four hours. Mm -hmm. um, it's okay if you eat after six or seven or eight. Yeah. As long as that fits within your calories. Take you know, the time that your average um, awake, so morning to sleep, like waking up sleeping. Divide that by about three and a half would be a good Sounds window. Good. Yeah. And then that is how many calories, total how calories. Meals. Meals. How many meals you should eat. Yeah. And then take your calories assigned to you, however you do that. And then... Um, a good rule of thumb if you don't have a coach is body weight times 10. I, yeah. Like if somebody refuses to do my test or yeah. whatever, I'll start with body weight times 10. And then I'll adjust, adjust based on yeah. what we're seeing the body doing, mindset, like if you're really foggy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So we work with that. Yes. Okay, so that was nutrient timing. So that was really, I really liked that. That was really helpful. Yeah, I, well, I hope so. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of, kind of entertaining. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know how helpful it was, but <laughs> no, there was, there was helpfulness in there. There was. So essentially, we have about 17 minutes to go over some questions. Some questions that we got from some of our listeners, yes. which we love those, by the way. So please keep them coming because what we think that you guys are interested in <laughs> might not. Yeah, it may not. Like, we keep making a list, but, you know, that's what we're interested in. Yes. My thing is, so my my love is biomechanics and um, <laughs> postural things related to performance, I guess is the best way to say it. But, um, so I would love to talk about all that, but I don't get any questions. <laughs> no one asked. Nobody asked. <laughs> well, maybe I will come up with some questions then. Well, I guess like it's one a of my bit harder to demonstrate on. Uh, it is one of my very intense clients, Nina. She wants to hear about like mm. proportions and yeah, like yeah, yeah. correct form when that's there's really valid. not. Yeah. which is my thing, which yeah. I love. I think that that's a good. I'll write that down too because okay. that's an important topic because you know people hear about this is how your squat should be. No. But we'll, I'll get way too yeah. rowdy about that, so let's not, yeah, even, let's not even start there. Just stay tuned to another podcast for form, form notes. Form notes. Um, so we did have somebody ask about um, training after menopause, or losing weight after menopause uh -huh. was more specifically her question. Yes. And Janelle and I talked back and forth with, with her about it a little bit. Um, Via Facebook. So Via you Facebook. can kind of message us anywhere. Yes. Absolutely, we we are open to your to your input and questions. Yeah, 
by a, any means. Um, I mean, don't come knock on our doors at night. No, we're both introverted. Yeah. Paper airplanes are accepted. That would be accepted. That'd be really fun. <laughs> or is that creepy? Both. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, some considerations um, for being an older woman, you know, going through menopause or having already gone through menopause. Number one, your lean body mass is going to deteriorate. Uh, I think your best hope is to maintain your lean body mass through strength training. And this isn't just, you know, light training and doing a whole bunch of reps with a really light weight. You have to really push yourself uh, to your limits, to your strength limits. And not necessarily one rep maxes, but getting the range of 8 to 12 reps where you're at or very close to failure. At I, the end say, I call that reps. failure. <laughs> yeah. If we you're lifting, that's generally where you should be. Yeah. If you can continue to do reps after that 12th one, then you need to go up in weight. Yes. And uh, so that's, unless you're on hormone replacement therapy, really just maintaining your lean mass is the best you can hope for. If you are on hormone replacement therapy, HRT, then you may be able to put on some mass. You'll definitely have to eat what you need to eat and mm -hmm. gotta focus on that protein. A lot of ladies don't wanna eat protein for some reason, I don't get it. Um, and you have to get in all your calories. Uh, and then just as we get older, our resting metabolic rate goes down. That's just part of it. Mm -hmm. So you're gonna eat fewer calories. Try not to drink those calories, ladies. No, pretty and much useless. Put down the Mambo taxis. <laughs> Seriously, that's half your calories right there. It really is. It's like almost half mine, and I eat, I'm supposed to eat a there's, shit ton. I they're do like not. 750 <laughs> calories. That's dumb. It's very dumb. In one drink. So. And you, you know most of these girls are getting two. You bet. You better be running a marathon after <laughs> you drink one of those. Like, that should be what you're doing. <laughs> I want to see that marathon <laughs> of all these women who just had two Mambo taxis You just had running. so many carbs. <laughs> like, you carb loaded. Go run a marathon. no matter where you're at is difficult yeah improving your fitness is difficult and that there's so many aspects of fitness that we can't even get into them but we're talking people so then that and then think about the time that it takes you to improve your fitness when you're 20 and then multiply that by like point two or three by every decade that <laughs> yeah. goes in seems like a good rule of thumb well, yeah. numbers. <laughs> <laughs> so once you get to how old was her client? 50? She didn't say, but she did say she was post-menopause. Post-menopause. So we know her hormones are not what they used to be. They're not what they used to be. And they're just, there's just a lot of different considerations. So no matter what, you still have to always push yourself to your limit to improve your fitness. Yes. You always need to be at the edge of adaptability. Yes. Functional adaptability to be able to improve in any capacity. That's any part of fitness. So um, we're not saying you have to squat 350. Right. It's all relative. Let's say you can squat 15-pound dumbbells 15 times. Mm -hmm. But the weight range or the rep range that your trainer has given you or that you're looking in a magazine or whatever is 6 to 10. You are no longer squatting 15-pound dumbbells. Yeah, they have to go up. They have to. They ha that is what rep ranges are for. I see a lot of people are like, oh, I did 10. Well, what's your rep range, 6 to 10? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Then you need to go up yeah, and wait. But but you said six to ten. I th the the end the bookshelf are indicators for change of some sort. Like if we're barely getting six, right? Then I might need to drop the weight just a little bit to probably yeah. improve your form. If you're at ten and you're just looking at me and putting the weights down and going, okay, what's next? What's next? Yeah. <laughs> then that weight needs to go up significantly until we're at eight with good form, where. It's it's struggle. Yeah, I might have to help you on eight. Right, and that's still we're gonna stay at that weight. That's where you need to be. That's the right weight. Yeah, when you would need help to get the other two, or form's gonna suffer. Yeah, 
And then, uh, so side note, and we can write this down. When your form goes to shit, what we're really more concerned about is incorrect muscle recruitment. Yeah. So, which leads to, it can lead to acute injury or chronic injury. So don't, the form thing is there's a reason for it because there's a goal for every exercise you do. If you have a trainer that cannot tell you what the goal of what you're fucking doing, you need to leave yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs> Yesterday. You need to call them immediately and fire them. Because if they, if you are in the middle of a session, like, why are we doing this? Because you guys were late. That is not, <laughs> that is not how this, that is not how fitness works. No, there should always be a purpose. At any point in your session, you should be able to stop and be like, okay, why am I doing this? And they should have a reason for it. If they don't, no. So anyway, that just, again, <laughs> a branch off. But that just goes into... Uh, what we were talking about with, with form. Form will yeah. indicate how much control you have in the rep range that you're at. Right. So. Which also means you have to be tuned in to what you're doing and how you're doing it. Mm -hmm. Stand in front of a mirror. You might feel silly watching yourself work out, but sometimes that's what it takes to see what you're doing. You might feel one way, but then look in the mirror and go, whoa, that's way different than what I thought it looked like. Embrace the douche. Like just, yeah. just be in front of the mirror and <laughs> own your section of the mirror. Yeah. Glare at people that get in your space if necessary. <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously, that's one of the, the gym etiquette rules that I even one tell my clients is don't walk in front of someone who's working out. Don't just Or, walk you know, if you them. have to, Acknowledge that you are doing something stupid. Yeah. At least <laughs> say, excuse me. Yeah. So sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and then run. Yeah. Running awkwardly <laughs> means nobody's going to yell at you. Right. <laughs> like, that means that they know, that you know, that everyone knows. Okay. So, and then we were also talking about adherence. She was talking about adherence to mm. diet. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I so wish you guys could have seen <laughs> Debbie's face. <laughs> adherence. That makes it gives me. She's itch. rubbing her legs. I'm, I'm very <laughs> itchy right now. Um, uh, so I, I, my impression on what this conversation was is that the client was pretty pleased with their 75% <laughs> adherence. She's scratching. I really. She's am gonna itchy. break out in a hive. Yeah. So 75% adherence is n nowhere near close enough to making progress. 75% adherence is a great way to stay right where you are. Um, or even gain weight, depending on what's happening with that other 25%, mm -hmm. which we know that that woman was going over her macros and fats especially. So fats being nine calories per gram versus the four calories per gram of protein and carbs, we know her calories were going crazy. way up. Crazy, crazy. So if you think about that, so I like to, so Debbie preaches 90% adherence. I do 80% adherence. And by that, what I mean is if you're, because I write out meal plans exactly because I, that's just me. That's how I do it. So that means like instead of eating your whatever you were supposed to eat at home, you went out. That doesn't, I mean, that doesn't, that's not a plan. That doesn't count. But they could have eaten something <laughs> similar, right? So, right, right, right. like, if I had someone who was like, okay, so I know I was supposed to eat this meal, but I went out and I had, like, I still had chicken and I still had vegetables, um, but there was, like, a dressing on it, blah, blah, blah. Right. This person still ate fine, but they were still not adhering to my plan. So, they okay. were. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Right. So, we do the best we can, but that's kind of how I, yeah. if I know you're, if they're going to be out or if they forget something, that kind of goes into it. So, anywho. Um, 75% means one out of four times you fucked up. Yeah. And it could be huge. Huge! That's that's a lot. I mean, maybe she had two mambo taxis <laughs> as part of her 25%. So let's say you're eating four times a day. That means one of... So what'd she say? She was usually heavy on fats? Yeah. So that means... That's a cheat meal every day. Yeah. Every single day. Every day. And if we're looking at a week, there's seven days in a week. So what's 25% of seven days? 25%. A, a lot. A it's lot. a lot. It's a lot. Anyway. Yeah. You, you're not going to make it's progress over, like it's that. It's over, well, it's over one. It's almost two. 1.7. 1. <laughs> 1. 1. 1.8. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 That's, it's just, that's, it's not, oh, that's not good. It's just not going to work. If, if you're really serious about making progress, you have to bump up the adherence. There's just no way around it. 
And the way to keep to your adherence is really communicate with your trainer or mm -hmm. nutritionist or dietitian or whoever you're working with, or you know even just on your own, being realistic with yourself. Honest. Yeah, and uh, if you're on your own, um, making sure you're logging, so then you can see yeah. just how far off you were each week, because it adds up. Like you just don't. It's accumulative. It's like everything else. It's like your pain. It's like your lack of fitness. Like mm -hmm. you being 50 pounds overweight didn't happen yesterday. So you right. like all it's it's an accumulation of crappy lifestyle choices. It's not the one salad you ate Wednesday. I don't understand why I don't know what to say. <laughs> right. like, it's just everyone real quick to say, but yesterday I had a salad. Yeah. Well, what'd you have for the other meals? Oh, and that's another thing, and Debbie and I talked about this throughout the week just on our own, is if you're doing something, following something, following a plan, maybe it's a certain weight training program you found online or or a diet plan that you found online, and you're not seeing results, you're not doing the right thing. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter, but I'm eating 1,200 calories a day. Well, then that's not working. Yeah. Or, you know, I'm, um, I'm weight training four days a week, and I'm doing cardio. Like, I guarantee you, I guarantee any of you, any of you, okay, I have one other person. <laughs> I have one per okay. In my 13 years, there's another person have a problem that had a problem that I couldn't fix, and it was because she had a faulty Krebs cycle. What? How she did you find testing. this out? Oh. So she was, um, she was overweight, and she did, she, best person ever, like she was in the gym working out, and we're talking like, I could see that she was, she was one of my clients, right. but uh-oh, that was a microphone hit, <laughs> so, and I could see she's working her ass off, she was watching her food, and right. we're, we're, everybody's like, oh, I'm sure, you know, like, she was eating cookies in the background, right. or whatever, this, she was not, she was not, so she had, like, I'm really doing everything, everything that I can, and I'm not losing weight. We went, she went and had it clinically done. She doesn't process carbs. Like, her carbs immediately get stored. She doesn't use them for energy. Because her Krebs cycle doesn't work. Her Krebs cycle is faulty. It does not work. One person. Can they fix that? I don't know what she's doing now. I need okay. to, like, sit and talk to her. She's a, I mean, she's somebody I know. I can talk to her about it, but... Or we could have her like come on the show. That's what I was just thinking. That would be awesome because she I would love to hear more about that. Uh, Marissa. So. Oh, hi, Marissa. Yeah. <laughs> so we'd love to have you on the show. But she, um, she's the one person I've ever met that there is a legitimate concern because she did everything that she yeah, was supposed yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. And I know Marissa too, and she's she's the best person. She's awesome. So, so. you're not Marissa. <laughs> so you. Are not doing something right and yeah and that is a rare 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 super thing. rare that's so super rare that's a very rare problem I to have to start hearing people saying hey my Krebs cycles messed up no. you, don't, you don't even know what a Krebs cycle is so shut your face <laughs> so um, we have two minutes left but we're gonna kind of wrap up here so we didn't even get to our I have to delete that from the thing we didn't get to, get to mm. that third thing yeah yeah because we're not gonna them. cover it in no. two minutes no um so if if you have a plan set forth for you and it's not working and you're like, well, I'm doing this, then don't do that anymore. Yeah. Do something else. And it's <laughs> not necessarily like you have to abandon ship. No. Maybe just make some adjustments. Mm -hmm. So, you know, work with someone. If you've tried everything, I'd highly recommend that you find a pro and work with them on what adjustments can I make to what I'm currently doing. Yeah. Rather yeah. than just scrapping the whole, unless of course your whole plan is really terrible. That's way nicer than me. So, I mean, not, <laughs> that makes more sense. I mean, that's valid. <laughs> that's probably something I would do. But I'm saying for a lot of you, you like to say, well, uh, I ate 1,200 calories for two weeks and never lost weight. And then I was in the gym and I ran for like an hour a day and I didn't lose a yeah. pound. Yeah. Then those weren't the right things. Those weren't the right things. It's not, you are not right. You are not right. People who automatically assume that they are right and everything else is wrong because it didn't work for them is the, is, like, beep. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, I cannot. You are, you need, that takes a lot of, you need to, like, work on yourself. You probably need to go see somebody if that's how you're looking Psychologically. Psychologically. Yeah. You need help that I can't help you with. If you're going to come in and be like, well, this doesn't work. Yeah, you're, you're 
Probably not special. You're pre- <laughs> Chances are you're not special. <laughs> but we have like 10 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been great chatting with you. Um, <laughs> we'll record a goodbye segment. So we're just going to stop now. <laughs> okay, so we took a quick break because we can only or, uh, order. We can only, I don't know. Record? Record. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> thank you for knowing what that was because I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> we can only order an hour-long program. We can only record an hour long at a time. So um, we actually had three topics to discuss today, and we only got through two. Yeah. So, um, and we didn't even really get get through two. Uh, but so we're just gonna say goodbye now. Uh, we're gonna tell you we now have an Instagram page. Yay! At Fit Convos Podcast and or the Facebook no, page. Instagram. 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 <laughs> I think it's British. The old Instagram. Yeah, I think Instagram is at Fit Convos Podcast, and then Facebook is Fit Convos. I think just Fit Convos. I think that's correct. And then uh, you can find me on Instagram at Janelle Nicole underscore athlete, and my business Cardinal Muscle Performance at Cardinal Muscle Performance, all one word. So you can find me Debbie uh, at serious-results.com. Or Deborah at serious-results.com, Instagram at serious-results. Yeah, and we're both on Facebook. Yeah. So um, we would love to. We're gonna post this. Please uh, comment and tell us what kind of questions you want to see answered and babbled about for babbled an hour. Babbled about is really probably more accurate. But yeah, so we release these every Friday, and we'll still do it even while I'm in Germany. I figured out that oh. you can do it like over the phone. That's exciting. Yeah, or we can record two before. We can kind of decide okay. what we want to do for that. But um, they'll be released on Fridays. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. I think that's it for today. We look forward to hearing from all of you and talking to you next week. Yeah. And all happy right. birthday to Janelle. Oh, happy birthday to me. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>